and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain, and I'm your guide to wisdom. Thank you for joining us for our seven-day-a-week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. When you consume these daily wisdom nuggets, think of them as your daily supplements for life. They'll provide you with the nutrients needed for your daily health. This is day 50 of our trek, and we will visit the last waypoint, number 12, on our lessons on how changing our thinking changes our life. We are recording our podcast today from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. We arrived a couple days ago and are ready for working on the house renovations, client meetings, and family gatherings this month. Yesterday, we attended the annual Rob Family Reunion in Canton, Ohio. This is Paula's mother's side of the family, and it's always enjoyable to visit with family members, especially when they share our life of faith. Paula and I have been fortunate to both come from families that have strong faith, strong work ethic, and integrity. It shapes who we are and certainly has aided in our strong marriage of nearly 36 years. As a Wisdom Trek listener, I also consider you as a Wisdom Trek family member. Now, I have the privilege of sharing with you each day, and I appreciate it when you share with me by leaving comments at wisdom-trek.com. We are nearly complete with our current trek as we are visiting the 12 waypoints on our trail of thinking where we have sojourned for the last seven plus days. So far, we have stopped at waypoints 1 through 11 and only one more waypoint to visit. I encourage you to apply each of these waypoints to your life so that you can become more wise and successful. And if you've missed any of the previous podcasts this week, please take time to listen to them or read the daily journals on the website so that you'll be all caught up on the trail with us. We certainly don't want to leave anyone behind. As in the previous days, when we ended our podcast yesterday, I asked you to deliberate on two questions. At waypoint number 10, I asked, am I continually considering others and their journey in order to maximize cooperation? And at waypoint number 11, the question was, do I stay focused on productive thinking so that I can gain maximum results and reap the full potential of my thinking? I do hope that you'll study these daily questions and then apply them to your lives. This will radically change your thinking and will gradually change your life. Just like our trek in life, progress is usually slow and maybe burdensome at times, but it is required if we want to become wise and successful. Now we are switching our focus a little bit today from how you think And at waypoint number 12, we will concentrate on what to think about. So waypoint number 12 is concentrate on what you think about. And as we consider this last waypoint, I recently came across a quote from Peter Lord that I feel was quite appropriate as we look on how to concentrate on what to think about. And this is what he said. We have no control over how we feel, how we act, our attitude and actions, except as they are determined by our thoughts. All of these elements are irrevocably tied together. But since we do have control over what we think, it is possible to control our attitudes and actions. All thoughts can be divided into two basic categories, true and false. The thoughts that come from God are true. He is the God of all truth, and he sent his Holy Spirit to dwell in us and to guide us into all truth. If I can receive God's thought, I can think the truth. Therefore, I have the right attitudes and actions. How do you get air out of a glass? By filling it with water. And how do we get rid of our wrong and untrue thoughts? By filling your mind with the true and right thoughts from God. The control of our thought life then comes by thinking God's thoughts with Him. That's quite a long quote, but I thought it was appropriate for concentrating our thoughts. And I've recently reread a short book by James Allen titled As a Man Thinketh, which the core foundation is taken from Christ's teaching out of Luke chapter 6, verses 43 through 45. A good tree can't produce bad fruit, and a bad tree can't produce good fruit. A tree is identified by its fruit. Figs are never gathered from the thorn bushes, 
and grapes are not picked from the bramble bushes. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. What you say flows from what is in your heart. Now remember in this passage, and much of scripture, many times the word heart and mind can be used interchangeably, as we refer to our internal thought process and reservoir. Now one segment of the book from James Allen, Effective Thoughts on Our Circumstances, and James Allen puts it this way, Man's mind may be likened to a garden, which may be intelligently cultivated or allowed to run wild. But whether cultivated or neglected, it must and will bring forth and produce. If no useful seeds are put in, then an abundance of useless weed seeds will fall therein, and will continue to produce their kind. Every thought seed sown or allowed to fall into the mind and take root there produces its own, blossoming sooner or later into an act, and will bear its own fruitage of opportunity and circumstances. Good thoughts produce good fruit. Bad thoughts, bad fruit. Good thoughts and actions can never produce bad results. Bad thoughts and actions can never produce good result. This is but saying that nothing can come from corn but corn, nothing from nettles but nettles. Men understand this in the law of the natural world and work with it, but few understand it in the mental and moral world, though the operation there is just as simple and undeviating, and they, therefore, do not cooperate with it. Once again, quite a long quote from James Allen's book, And while I don't agree with James Allen's entire premise, the core ideas of the book are solid. Our lives reflect and are a product of what we think about. Now, in God's sovereignty, there are exceptions to these basic laws of humanity. There are situations where seemingly bad things happen to good and positive people. The book of Job would certainly bear this out. Also, innocent people do suffer at times at the hands of those who are not. In most cases, though, our lives reflect what we have planted in our minds. Or it might be said, a person does not attract that which they want, but that which they are. So I would encourage you to read a copy of As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. It is available free on several websites and can be read online and only takes about 30 minutes to read the entire book. So at our final waypoint, number 12, concentrate on what you think about, which can be summed up in a letter written to the Church of Philippi by the Apostle Paul. In Philippians 4, 8, it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting them in practice in all you've learned and received from me, everything you've heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. We need to learn and then adopt the thinking habits as described in today's podcast. It is then we will become wise and successful people. Remember, though, it is not enough just to learn something. You must put it into practice for it to become effective. So one final question for this last waypoint. Do you concentrate on what you think about as much as how you think? Based on your answers to all 12 questions that we've covered, where are you strongest? In what kind of thinking do you need to grow? Develop in any of those areas and you will become a better thinker. Master all that you can, especially the process of concentrating on what you think about. And as your guide, friend, mentor, and fellow sojourner, keep putting into practice all that you've learned and received from me, everything you've heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Well, that'll finish our podcast for today. If you've missed any of our previous podcasts, especially the last nine days where we focused on thinking, please check out Wisdom Trek on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and at wisdom-trek.com. Tomorrow, as we continue our trek, we will learn on how we need to act when we are faced with adversities and hardships, and I'll share some personal stories there. So please join us at our camp tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you enjoy our daily doses of wisdom, these wisdom nuggets or supplements, 
I encourage each of you to help us in the following five ways. Leave your name and email address on our website at the bottom right-hand corner of any page in the sidebar. This will allow us to update you with special information about Wisdom Trek. Second, leave us feedback about the podcast at wisdom-trek.com. Third, please subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher so they'll be downloaded to you automatically each day. Fourth, please leave us a rating if you haven't done so already so we can gain more exposure and spread the word about Wisdom Trek. And the fifth, share with your family and friends to join us on our Wisdom Trek. Thank you for allowing me to share each day and to be part of your life and serve you in this way. The journal for this podcast can be found at wisdom-trek.com where you'll also find pictures, tweetable quotes, wisdom nuggets, and free resources. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy the journey, and create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.